Welcome to the recorded candidate interviews by the League of Women Voters of Portland. All the candidates running for this position in the primary election were invited to participate. We asked the candidates for the same office, the same questions, and included as many of the questions as time allowed. Hello, this is Debbie Kay with the League of Women Voters of Portland, and you're watching Video Voters Guide or listening to our podcast. With the technical support of Metro East Community Media, we are here today talking with candidates running in the May 17, 2022 primary election. We are grateful for the support of the Sarah Fruing Memorial Fund, the Carol and Velma Sailing Foundation, Vernier Software and Technology, and our media partner, Metro East Community Media. With me today is Jessica Vega-Peterson, who is running for Multnomah County Chair. Welcome and thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me. Sure. Getting started, please tell us about yourself and why you're running for office. Sure. So I'm Jessica Vega Peterson. I use she, her pronouns. You know, when my husband and I got married 16 years ago, we bought a home in East Portland. At the time, I was a technology project manager and my husband had a new small business and Hazelwood was a neighborhood that we could afford and it was new where we could be, we could be a part of the community. And we've been in the, the, this house ever since, same house, same block, but it is a rapidly changing community. It's an area that is made up of people from all over the world who work hard to better our community, but a lot of times are working hard just to keep their heads above water. And I ran my first campaign for state representative on sidewalks and on the dangerous speeds that people drive through this neighborhood. And community really came together to support my first campaign. Together, we were able to get sidewalks and a whole lot more for the people of East Portland. And I've brought that kind of power building approach to every issue I've tackled, both at the state legislature and on the county commission. As the first Latina to serve in the Oregon House, I championed initiatives to bring paid sick leave to every Oregon worker, to pass tax policies to help keep seniors in their homes, to raise Oregon's minimum wage, and to get coal out of our energy mix. And at Multnomah County, I work to ensure cleaner air and a commitment to renewable energy. I've worked with neighborhood associations, with small businesses, with schools to successfully site new shelters and supportive services in my district. I fought to get better COVID response and resources for a BIPOC community impacted by the pandemic. And I led the fight for preschool for all, which is an investment in quality early childhood education for our children and workers that is gonna have generational impact. And right now we're at an important inflection point in Multnomah County from our housing and homelessness crisis to combating climate change, to increasing community safety and addressing systemic racism, we need comprehensive solutions that address the urgency of the issues before us. And we need a county chair who's a proven leader in these times when we're facing these unprecedented challenges. And she should also feel like your advocate no matter who you are or what part of Multnomah County you're from. I have the experience, the track record of accomplishment and the vision to meet this moment. I have the broadest support among organizations and community leaders in this race, including the workers at Multnomah County, the Portland Firefighters, Apano Latino Network, Oregon League of Conservation Voters, Oregon Working Families Party, ProChoice Oregon, and many others who know I'm the best person in this race to lead Multnomah County in the right direction and address our biggest challenges in the next four years. Thank you. Multnomah County and the City of Portland collaborate through the Joint Office of Homeless Services to address the needs of unhoused individuals in our community. What measures would you recommend to more effectively meet those needs? 
Yeah, as Carney Chair, the housing and homelessness crisis is going to be my number one priority. And it's going to be important to me to bring regional leaders together with a comprehensive approach that leverages the resources that we have, thanks to the supportive housing services measure that voters passed. Um, and we need to do that to build permanent supportive housing, to invest in shelters and shelter alternatives, and urgently respond to the health and safety challenges facing us immediately, with so many people sleeping outside each night in Multnomah County. We have to do a better job um, as, of working together across jurisdictions to address this crisis. Um, we have to be stopping the finger pointing and the statements such as this and you know, such and such isn't our issue, it's not our jurisdiction. People shouldn't have to know what jurisdiction is responsible for what to solve a problem. They should just know that leaders are working together to address what's happening right now in our, in our community. And so that means better communication about the work that the county and city are doing together. Um, we owe it to the public to be transparent and accountable about the work we're doing. Um, we also have to be, we have to seize every opportunity to prioritize good governments through good data and transparency and accountability. I know that right now we're facing a public that is frustrated and they really want results. And that I am all for accountability. We have to bring a new database on, online. We have to daylight our progress. We have to make sure that we are um, communicating what we're doing. And I've shown that I'm an extremely collaborative and effective leader who is able to work with people at both the local level, the state level, with Metro, with the city of Portland to actually create solutions to some of our biggest challenges. And so, um, you know, I want to continue that work and working with the city in the joint office as county chair. Thank you. What specific steps would you take in order to make mental health and substance abuse services more readily available to those who need them? Yeah, unfortunately, mental health and addiction and the inability to access care are growing problems um, in, in the county, but across our state. And in Oregon, we do not do a good job of funding and supporting investments in mental health and addiction services. So as chair, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to support the work that's gonna expand our mobile crisis services. Um, we really need to reduce police contact with those suffering from mental health and addiction issues, and we need to reduce the misuse of our emergency rooms. Um, the county needs to reinvest in a sobering center that can accept those people who are under the influence of uh, methamphetamine, which really requires different care than those who are under the influence of alcohol. And this kind of center will relieve pressure on our emergency rooms. It's going to give police and other first responders an immediate place to take people and it'll free up our public safety officers to do the other work that's needed. Um, I also want to make sure that we are reducing confusion for people who are trying to access mental health services by creating a single point of contact for mental health needs. And that, you know, what and that access point has to monitor the pass-through rates, the follow-ups, the success rates, and how satisfied people are with the service that they're getting. Um, I also um, think it's really important that we partner with our healthcare partners to be able to better serve our community. Um, we have this new source of funding with the Supportive Housing Services Measure, and we can use that money to hire formerly homeless peer support specialists um, to link those in our shelter and, and homeless um, system to access additional services. And, you know, I think the, the last important point to make is that we also need to expand our mental health services in our school settings. Um, we're seeing youth and children who are experiencing rising rates of anxiety and other mental health issues. Um, and we need to be investing in those resources and also investing in culturally specific options that best serve our diverse community who have special needs when it comes to these kinds of issues. Thank you. And we're about out of time. It goes very fast. 
So thank you for joining us today. This concludes our Video Voters Guide and podcast featuring Jessica Vega-Peterson, who is running for Multnomah County Chair. Thank you to our audience for being informed voters. Please tell your family and friends about these uh, election resources. And election day is Tuesday, May 17th. Be sure to exercise your right to vote. Thank you. This interview was produced by the League of Women Voters of Portland Education Fund and Metro East Community Media. Funding was provided by the Carolyn Velma Sailing Foundation, the Weiss Foundation, Vernier Software and Technology, and the Sarah Fruing Memorial Fund. For more information on the primary election and this race, visit our websites, vote411.org and lwvpdx.org. Thank you for listening and for voting. Copyright 2022 by the League of Women Voters of Portland Education Fund. Licensed by Creative Commons.